0: got it. Thank you,
1: robot lady. robot lady, say Hello. Robot lady, say You're going to record it now. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Hello, everybody. We welcome you to the Underworld Party. We welcome you to the Underworld Party today, and we're going to have some fun times today, maybe a little bit of fun. I want to say, you know, the things like um, if you enjoy this please uh pass it on please pay it forward or donate donations are very appreciated and donations are paypal.me slash dare so hey there will be link there will be links to this and uh, also also there's a patreon that's very cool me and larissa patreon.com animist arts and uh you should go uh, check it out because it's for cool. And today we are, you know, today we are bumping and grinding and uh, dancing and playing and uh, doing some things about our uh, something. <laughs>
2: We are here with the estimable, prolific, and uh, magical creature known as Moriah West. Mariah West is uh, someone I know from this town called Portland, Oregon, and they do lots of cool shit, many cool things, and I'm going to ask them today about how they do so many cool fucking things. <laughs> so many. It's too many. They have a fashion design Etsy store where they make really awesome stretchy clothes. That's Mo West Creations. We'll talk about that. They also are in a band, singer songwriter. The band is called Sibling. That's with an X, X I B L I N G. You can find them on the YouTubes and the Instagrams and the Spotify's and the band camps. And we will talk about this. And also, they are amazing painter, which I hate them for Artist, etc. We'll talk about this. And they also are very plant witchy. And also know a lot about tarot and astrology. And uh, it is just uh, a grab bag of, of magical tomfoolery. And uh, Mo, Mariah, welcome to Underworld Party. do the little greets. dance do the little greets, dance. Greets. hello yeah say hello to all the invisible audience members in the future
1: uh, <laughs> hello futures oh, yes be prepared for some attention that you did not expect oh no
2: <laughs> so mo how are you doing today what's going on
1: <sighs> well
0: um i'm i'm like having a a conversation in what to me is the morning, which is unusual for me. Um, And, you know, contributing to this like electric uh, excitement, nerve newness energy. Uh, So let's see, curious what that'll into.
2: Yeah, (laughs) cool, great. So I said a bunch of things about what you do from the outside. (laughs) <laughs> what uh-huh. the hell do you feel like on the inside, doing all of this creative work, both professionally and sort of semi-professionally, and like, what do you th- like? What's your what's a kind of day like for you, or like, how do you even hold that mélange? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all kind of.
0: J- eh. for me it's just like creativity is just kind of like the ness or whatever coming through and then there's just these different like I don't know hose attachments that I have access to that I can just change the shape of how that comes out and you know that was maybe more like purely that when I was a you know pre-capitalism child Uh, at this point there's there's different kind of levels of like, for a long time, I've referred to my, my clothing, Etsy, fashion style, whatever business as uh, being my life raft in capitalism. So that has a whole thing with it, but it still is just, you know, part of the nest coming through is the terror of capitalism and how to deal with that and remain free and feel... (laughs) Yeah like I'm contributing something that is helping people in some way.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> and also feeding me.
2: Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. And so 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 there's this place in your life where this business has to live <laughs> this sort of like fashion business where it's like paying your rent with it and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um and that's sort of the life raft. And then there's these satellites that you do. And I'm just curious, sort of like, which of those other satellites you spend more of your creative energy in? Or is it, is it, can, yeah. you, even do, can you even think of it like that, do you know?
0: No, I, yeah, I totally, I totally do. I I, um, I definitely have this interaction with, you know, what hose attachment I, I reach for based on largely what um, what it's able to, how much that's able to connect out in the world. So in my like teenage years, painting was really, like I sold just tons of paintings all the time. Like people just really, it was, it was a creating relationship and it was like connecting in the world. And so I felt like I have room for that to flow out of me. Uh, moving to Portland, less of that for sure. I and mean, the like art scene here is fucking weird, honestly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh had a couple interactions when I first moved here in my early 20s with just like these white male gallery owner or like I'm an art manager and just felt really like predatory. I hated it. I mean,
2: Like uh, producers or something. Yeah,
0: it's gross and controlling. They, it felt very like. Sure. Which I can't. I can't abide.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No.
0: no. And then yeah. So music at this point takes a lot, a lot more, or um, engages a lot more with with me um, than painting at this point but uh yeah because that
2: yeah yeah no totally um and the music is that relatively new for you did you always know you were going to do that because I don't think I knew that about you when I met you I don't know like when did Uh that start for you um well um
0: my parents were both very like into music when I was growing up um my neither well my dad is a sort of a musician he's like plays improv piano but it's very extremely neurodivergent abstract stuff (laughs) um (laughs) uh but they both liked music a lot and would like dj these hippie freestyle dances and and stuff so i was had music around me always and then at i think 15 or 16 i started um writing lyrics for my partner who played guitar, but had like this intense
1: internal editor
0: that just completely destroyed any ability to allow words to come out. And they'd like, yada, da, 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 melody. And I'd just be like, oh, those are these words. Here you go. Um, So it started then, but I had a intense terror of my own voice that I have worked through uh, for years, like, I was also really into like choreographing all my friends in like basically drag shows when I was a little kid <laughs> uh, so there was this like whatever but but like this voice thing was the definitely the last last piece of it and like own, owning the music in that way
2: myself how did that happen for you like how what was your transition between like I'm writing poetry or lyrics or I'm writing words that you could (laughs) say and Mm -hmm. I'm making things in the world like I'm painting I'm choreographing I'm doing all this stuff but Mm -hmm. what's the transition that you had to go through to be like to even play with it to like even use your voice in a playful way not even talking about performance yet you know
0: yeah I mean terror
2: Terror, terror terror
0: and death and uh uh privacy honestly, like trying but also not because so once i so i was in, i was in some other bands as a teenager like i wrote most of the lyrics for the bands but then i like played percussion and was just like really animated on stage but silent like a clown okay kind of thing um right
2: right right, right, right. You were like, uh, yeah, yeah, backup, yeah. backup weirdo.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much, but secretly also the the puppet hand because they were right. all doing my words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but I started collaborating with my my bandmate Julian Theme, who is another like kind of homeschool Pisces art baby weirdo, uh,
2: born
0: born five days before me. hence hence the sibling
2: oh i see i see Uh,
0: and uh yeah they were just coming into like finding themselves musically their mom is like a domineering piano teacher and so they had this like (laughs) music is the this thing and then having to find their own way in it and so we both were kind of like let's do this Find our find our ways, but we also have grappled with this like, previously being like, oh child prodigies of some kind, and so there's this pressure of like, let's instantly re- So the first song we made together, we yeah. released, which is wild uh, to me. It's still online. It's called Butterfly curb Stomp. There's been several other versions of it, um, and I d- yeah I don't know. I go back and I listen to it, and there's just so so much terror so much terror in my voice (laughs) um but yeah the the it was definitely like a a forging through the some kind of ego hell together to 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 excavate this and um i think it really came through once we we took a, a break from from that like decomposition of whatever was blocking us and then i kind of went off on my own with just like my laptop's crappy microphone and garage band and just like by myself recorded my voice and then also allowed my ego to relax and try karaoke and that <laughs> was really helpful as well
2: <laughs> yeah totally karaoke yes yeah.
0: singing other people's words not my own so that i right, couldn't...
2: right because there's a layer here of like just making sound is in yes. itself terrifying but yeah, making exactly. sound that is like words that mean something is like an extra layer so maybe oh, yeah you can maybe you can step it one at a time right mm-hmm. at a time, exactly step around yeah so that's you know that's interesting to me because like i you know i don't think of myself as a singer but i do a lot of i don't even know if a lot's the right word over the years i've done a lot of vocalizing like workshops, classes, series, like learning how to produce healthy tone in the voice and just like kind of a somatic, a somatic uh, kind of way of like producing sound for the sake of producing sound. Yeah. Having fun with producing sound. And Mm -hmm. I'm still in a place where most of my vocalization is what could be considered gibberish. Yeah like I sing I sing to sing but it's gibberish singing so it's just like tones and weird sounds and animal noises and like growls and and chirps and it's just for me it's it's like I really enjoy using the voice for what the voice could possibly do outside of the boundaries of certain uh, cultural norms right but
1: yeah. then
2: on the other hand I also write a fuck ton of poetry which is in Oh yeah you do in English, <laughs> so yeah, I also yeah. write articles, and I write a lot of prose, nonfiction kind of stuff, and it's a mix of poetry, prose. I do a lot of experimental writing, which I'm trying to spend more time doing. And what has been interesting lately, and this is very new for me, is taking some of my poetry or experimental writing, and then tr- trying to make up a song from it. Mm-hmm. That it isn't. I didn't write it as a song and I think this is something I want to get into with you is like the process of writing lyrics. How does that begin for you? What, what door do you walk through? Because for me, I'm like, I write the words for the words and they have a certain kind of rhythm, Mm -hmm. but I don't think about them all the time as if I were singing them from the beginning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, come at it many different ways different songs come into being through different some of them especially in my earlier like i'm writing lyrics was like uh almost like psychotically aware of like syllable counting and rhyme and like very very putting a puzzle together kind of yeah,
2: like yeah. so that kind of poetry that. writing,
0: <laughs> but i also do when when i'm when i'm writing it's it's extremely rewrite just like yeah. so there's also times where it's that comes out and then I just you know work with moving them around until they kind of fit a sort of rhythm uh. um, and then there's times since finding comfort with the music and familiarity where we jam a lot we just like play uh, where I can just like oh, the melody that you're playing makes me hear this and it sounds like this word and then that word leads me to this word and this word and this word and this word. Right, right, right. Um, Yeah, so occasionally even uh, I've written songs kind of as like a parody person, like Weird Al would write a song. (laughs) I can take a different song and I just fully keep their whatever just to have some kind of Boundary,
2: yes, like form you're to pour into or something, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: but it has nothing to do with them. And then the melody changes.
1: Okay, it's That's just true.
0: like it's, and the same thing with with rhyme too. There's just this like there's this freedom in in selecting your boundaries for me that you can like bounce off of, yes. and just like
2: yeah. And do you when you're doing this? I mean, this is great stuff. But when you're doing this, um. You, like you said before when you were a teenager you would hear the person's melody and that would spark in you a kind of lyrical additive right like oh mm-hmm. these are the lyrics yeah so you were able to sort of hear music and translate that or somehow associate that with words mm-hmm. is that still the case for you that you need to hear the melody or is it just one option
0: no no definitely not that's uh Yeah, it's just one option, although it's hard to put my finger on on how or even if they're different, but I feel like there's a different thing that happens if it's words first versus melody first.
2: Right, right. Super, super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So what's what's most exciting about you right now in this songwriting process? Like what are you kind of focusing on currently?
0: Well, what I'm focusing on currently versus what's most exciting to me, I'm not sure.
2: Oh yeah, pick, <laughs> where, pick one, pick whatever yeah, you yeah. want to talk about.
1: I don't
0: well, we're, we're focusing a lot on trying to um, harness these songs, because we can write, we write songs just like, through the, through the um, pandemic we were, there was a few months there where we were writing like five new songs a week that we would just perform at the end of the week live um on on stream uh but yeah we can just write songs extremely fast um the challenge that we've been trying to like grapple with is how to harness those songs and record them and release them in a way that's like does them justice
2: right Mm, interesting or
0: something it's a little bit like mm, I don't know, taking responsibility for them or something. There's something yes. heavier about
2: it, that's, <laughs> yeah, totally. that's I thought I don't love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very much like this, this song is alive and you're also producing a lot of them. So I think maybe, are you having like a kind of just volume issue? Like you just are able to make lots of songs. And so, cause some people would have a lot like they're pro like, it's probably not that way for them, you know, like, no.
0: No, it's not. I know lots of musicians who work on, you know, three or seven songs for a year or two years or four years. Yeah, it's (laughs) I can't. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I can't imagine that I would feel so trapped.
2: Right. So this is interesting to me because it's like there's something here which I actually relate to, which is like not dwelling on what I've already done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like
2: I've I've written a lot of stuff never really published anything and i very rarely and i mean this is to my you know chagrin i very rarely go back and look at them again or edit them sometimes i do though yeah. and it's really fun but yeah. for the most part i'm always interested in what is happening right now in my mm-hmm. self, my creative process it's all about this like this is emerging now this is what i'm feeling now this is what's coming out on the page now And then maybe after I go do some secondary artistic process with what came out the first time. Mm -hmm. Right? Like maybe it's editing, maybe it's remixing, maybe it's like, what would this look like if I drew a picture on it, what would this, you know, like I do take the material and try to sort of translate it or have it spark a kind of other new thing, Mm -hmm. right? Like, oh, this is, it is this image and now this image has this rhythm and like I I tend to sort of bounce around like a kind of game of uh, following clues or breadcrumbs or something yeah yeah this led me to that and that led me to this and and because of that I don't spend a whole lot of time on the on the other magical part of writing which is the editing process oh the edit (laughs) the editing process of like Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't really want to, you know, like that, that's happening in the moment. I'm kind of editing as I go. Sure. Then there's this other process of actually refining something and going, what is this missing? And do I want to put it in a larger container or something? And I don't know, is that like when you're popping out these songs and they're full songs, right? Like you could just be like, they're done. Yeah. You know, they're done, they're done. But they're also this, it's also like, well, but they're also a work in progress that you might actually want to do something more with, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Um, I Editor. I used to say all the time that I do not have an internal editor. Like, I just don't have one, which is why I can just (laughs) (laughs) everything out. Um, Which I don't think is exactly true uh, but also but yeah I also used to paint when I paint I'd paint in one session and then it was done and I would not go back to a painting and they were full paintings it wasn't just like they're like representative art whatever um, but it took me it definitely has been like uh something that I've been growing an aptitude for being able to Mm, tolerate <laughs> sitting with things longer or coming back to them or wh- it's, it again it feels like responsibility like like i'm <laughs> shitting out these babies and actually taking care of them yeah. but i have a terror of you know mm, corrupting them or smothering them or like over bleh, yeah yeah fucking with them like it's, like i'm just yeah,
2: yeah. i'm
0: just the slide is 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 my natural inclination like i don't want to kind of right, like a, right. i'm a hands off parent
2: yeah you're like be free
0: yeah exactly but also exactly.
2: like why did you lose all your clothes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i told you to be free but then you come back yeah. <laughs> um well that's interesting do you think i mean you, this is this might be a sensitive topic but like like we're talking about art as a living entities you know yeah you know both of us are animist I mean, I would assume that you're animist. I've hung around you enough to you have you're surrounded by plants and, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and like little creatures and stuff. But um, yeah, there's just something interesting about like how we as artists grow up in the family dynamic and the cultural dynamic that we <laughs> in, and how we then treat our babies, right? Like maybe not like human babies, but other kinds of babies yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) for sure um so did you go the opposite way is that what you're saying you're like be free be free
0: no 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 i'm i'm actually i'm i'm not family rebellious at real really really at all i'm like i'm kind of basic i'm like the ideal form of what my parents were trying to do i'm like okay uh, yeah um yeah my my dad is a uh his is a child of a holocaust survivor who like had a real whack traumatized damaged damaged immigrant family and just like it he's the youngest and just like escaped as soon as he could and became like a street performer and um got really into castaneda and it's just like i live in a dream and the power of Masks and actually, I don't even want to be around people. I just want to dance at trees. Um, freedom, freedom, freedom. Look out, freedom. For the webs. Look out for the webs of people. Yes,
2: and, totally.
0: <laughs> and like improving is always better than improving.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um,
0: a lot. Yeah. But, you know, he also didn't want to be a parent. Uh, yeah. So there was that too. But um, that is definitely a part of what I am. And then my mom is, like, a delightful sex-death witch hippie lady who's really passionate about how angry she is at people for making trash. And she likes to, like, make little art things out of, like, trash and and stuff. And, uh, yeah, also comes from, like, a really destable family and was very, like, Oh my children, I just want you to be you. Yeah. Um and I went to a weird hippie school in the woods where that was a democratic learning environment where it was like pretty much anarchy. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Worked worked for me really well. It didn't work for all kids, but um right, right,
2: right.
0: yeah, it was like mixed ages five to nineteen, so it was just like I had lots of like older kids that I looked up to, and like little kids that I would like teach how to do stuff in the art room, and like uh-huh. we'd like wrestle around in the field, sure. build fairy houses.
2: Right, it's multi generational schooling. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's sure. cool. Is this is this school secret, or is it still exist, or what?
0: It does not exist because no child is left behind. Thank you.
2: <laughs> um,
0: yeah, <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore, sadly. It was a it was a small window, mm. but, you know, that was my entire schooling
2: experience, aside from being homeschooled before that. So you were homeschooled till what age? Eight. And then from eight to 18, you went to this other place?
0: 17. I decided I was ready to graduate at 17. And okay. I okay. wrote an essay and did a presentation to the school and they voted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did that count as like a high school diploma? Yeah, it was accredited at the time. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You're totally yeah. lucked out. You're I totally... was just like,
0: yeah. yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I, did you ever
2: go to college or
1: anything? No.
0: I I tried community college for a term and a half. And I was like, yeah, I can do this. And, then, you know, I got AIDS and whatever. And then I got sick halfway into my second term in the winter and was just like, wait a second. I'm not really actually doing art anymore. What am I doing? Like, why am I do? Why would I do this? Bye. Right.
2: right. Yeah. Right. So you just keep doing what you do.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I've always done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's all I know how to do.
2: Right. Um, And and then you basically so you graduated and then started making money off of the paintings.
0: I actually got a paid apprenticeship sewing when I was 15, still in school hey. um, at this, this local um, antiques and costume shop opened up in my little town that was run by this woman who had retired from doing costumes and movies for 30 years. And we just like became buddies and I worked for her for uh, eight years. She just, yeah. It was just like, I've always got work for you. Come in whenever you want. Still another like, right. go ahead, be free. Come on, we're chilling. Yeah. Like, I've never had a boss or a authority figure that I recognize.
2: <laughs> you're very lucky. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and I, I strive hard to keep that that way. Like, yeah,
2: totally. That is yeah.
0: Yeah. Number one goal. I will work yeah. very hard to maintain that.
2: Totally. You know, it's absolutely true. Like I always say that, like. If I could tell my few, my past self or any child mm-hmm. like, okay, what, what have you really learned about how to survive? You know, I'm fucking 41 or something. I don't even know how old I am. I think I'm 41. Um, I would say never have a boss. Like yeah. always figure out a way that you can, AKA create your own business where you can cancel or make up your own but at least you sink or swim by your own kind of merit and creativity and you also get to focus on what you actually want to focus on and you know i definitely survived by having jobs uh that had bosses but i have a lot of trauma from dealing with that entire world you know yeah um right like you know like i worked you know these retail jobs and night shift jobs and warehouse jobs. And then I became a caterer and then like a server and then a bartender and like a nightclub and restaurant person. And it's still like, even if you go to that level of like, but you're working in a nightclub, it's like, yeah, but you're still working. Yeah,
1: <laughs> You're yeah. still
2: listening to yourself to like, listen to people and do things you don't agree with. And like, there's an entire like, just strange dynamic in the, Capitalist economics, you know, and and you know, I'm really, like, I'm interested now. And in, you know, like, I started my business, uh, fuck, like four years ago, mm-hmm. four years ago, and I all I started basically being like, I have no fucking idea if this is gonna work. Oh yeah, you know, like you just go in Good being time. like, there's no way to know until you give it enough attention to be like, oh, I think I need to keep working at this or this level. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk a little bit about like, yeah, like a little bit about just how you started your your business. Like you worked for this woman for a while. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, did you start a business during that time? Like was it just like a lot of overlap or? So
0: um, at that time, I also sold a lot of paintings separately, Mm -hmm. just kind of casually, but they've flew away from me somehow at that time um, but when I moved to Portland from from Cottage Grove my small Oregon rural town south of Eugene uh, that is when suddenly I was like okay it's me here we go hit the ground um, and that's yeah that's when I started my Etsy and I also in the first couple years of like trying with that as it built up i did um different like commission sewing jobs that i found on craigslist like i i did piecework for this woman who made uh furry costumes like furries like fursuits suits for fetish stuff but she was like really weirdly aggressive about like it's not a sex thing, uh, but then she also sold sex toys on her website. I was like, I didn't ask, you it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I did uh, superhero porn costumes. That was fun. They treated me really well, but, um, and paid me really well. But I uh, then my Etsy started just being so reliable and solid. And I just, uh, yeah, I stopped doing that and just fully focused on my own thing. And now it's more, more a, a matter of like putting on the brakes and protecting myself from it as a runaway train that would cause me to work all the time. If,
2: right. So you I basically wanted. have enough. You have enough of a waitlist now that you could you could like, you could either work all the time and get paid like well, or you could like hire an assist assistance or something. Right. Like you're at that point in your business.
0: Yeah. I uh,
2: sure. <laughs> in, instead, I choose to, to do
0: neither. I get paid enough right and i only work well i like, sew so three days a week and then you know there's another day of like packaging stuff up and taking to the post office and then um every day of the week you know i'm answering questions from customers and stuff and um mm-hmm. but yeah so i yeah hiring somebody scares me i think it's because i don't i'm i'm scared the, the idea of boss is like a demon no, in my totally. mind
2: yeah and totally.
0: so i'm like
2: well you can't you can't be the boss either i guess
0: i don't i don't i i prefer not to
2: yeah well i mean this is this is interesting because it, it touches into like what you know i'm just gonna say like animist capitalism you know in yeah. the sense of like you've actually <laughs> noticed that more growth isn't useful yeah like you yep. hit the limit and then you just work with that and you don't try to become bigger.
0: Yeah. People do not understand that usually. They're like, you could, they, I know, I can give you the numbers of people who are doing like ethical construction in Bali. You could send your designs there, they would do it. You just kick back and like design new things. I'm like, right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But that does not sound true or real or like what I'm. Yeah. Like I care about making things with my body. <laughs>
2: right, right. You, you like making it, not just being the designer.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, cause a lot, I mean, well, I, I design most of my stuff, but I also really like the interaction, direct interaction. Cause everything I make is, is made to order and like custom made to measure. So that's, that's a huge part of my, my business model is just that I don't like making potential trash. Right. That nobody wants. We have way enough of that in the world. So I love being able to just directly like this person comes to me. They want this. I make that for them. They are happy. They had something made specifically for them.
2: (laughs) Yes. So this is that thing too, where it's like, you're, you're, you're crafting this. They're crafting these goods and these materials, but you're also creating very local localized relationships. Yeah. So that you're not just like I made 500 of these and they're selling in boutiques across the country. No. And I never, I don't even know who the fuck is buying them.
0: No, that doesn't interest me at all. It makes me nauseous, honestly. No offense to anybody who,
2: yeah, yeah, whatever,
0: whatever, but for me, there's
2: offense. No, I'm throwing (laughs) at you. We're, we're trying to make a better world. Fuck off.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, But it's very real that like, You know, there is something here about like disability justice. It's like if you ever did get disabled, you might have to, you know, change your mind about some things you don't like. Oh, for sure. And that's real. But for right now, you are a maker. You're making and you're relating and you're you're really just doing it to the degree that you can have a quality of life that you actually want.
0: Yeah. Which, you know, I grew up very poor hud food stamp like moving all the time child um so the level that i'm at now i feel like holy shit is this a fluke how did how did this even happen but then i look at like you know charts of income whatever i'm like oh i'm like pretty much the lowest one still but it feels great to me i
2: don't know like yeah the relative subjectivity is it was amazing yeah me too like i'm yeah like I'm more better off than I kind of ever was, but like it took like, you know, three decades. And also I'm like still on the bottom of the totem pole or whatever you want to call it. Like I'm not, it's not, I'm not special. Like I'm really, I'm really in the dirt, like, but it's interesting the, just the subjectivity also of like being an American even though I was poor and always had food stamps, I'm never gonna be able to say that I was as poor as like someone in a so-called developing country. So it's like totally weird. Yeah, you know? it's, like it's absurd. Weird... Yes. It's, it's very absurd. It's very absurd. Like, absur-
0: ex- exactly why the idea of like, I'm just gonna keep growing my business and, and my income is just like such a, I don't know. It just doesn't even right. apply. Yeah, I mean- to my subjective experience.
2: Yeah, and I mean, like, like, I don't know, like I think about things like supporting communities or supporting family members with money. Like a lot of people do that growth thing because they're Mm -hmm. trying to sort of like make their family better or, you know, like they have these other responsibilities, you know, that I don't have, maybe you don't have, but it's interesting Mm -hmm. to me to think about like animist capitalism when also you, you want to distribute wealth to certain places because Mm -hmm. you're like, I want to fund a nonprofit or like, I want to like start a program that's going to be free, but it takes money to run or something, you know, like you Mm -hmm. think about these things that you might be able to do with more money. And then it starts to get a little fuzzy for me of like, oh yeah, you know. For sure, for sure. I, I, Yeah, I mean, even
0: like, you know my my band my other my, my biggest baby the hungriest baby um <laughs> you know it wants it wants money it can give me like christmas lists all day long of things that it wants me to buy for it um and there's a way of like well if i just like you know worked as if i'm you know a full-time sweatshop whatever uh i could provide for that and that would somehow improve. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm too, I'm too aware of the like.
2: Right. That's like also like a, that's also like a never ending game too.
0: Yeah. Like
2: the band would ask for things into infinity.
0: Yeah, probably. And that's,
2: that's real. Like, I mean, you know. (laughs) But, but if I ever get
0: over my, my uh, uh, terror of, of being boss, mo of anybody, but myself, um, yeah. Hire, hiring people would, could, could be a really, uh,
2: positive thing. Right. Like you I could guess. be like, you could be what that costume lady was to you. Yeah. For that's sure. That's like the thing. That's like the model. It's like, mm-hmm. you kind of work for me, but you're kind of just apprenticing and you're kind mm-hmm. of just, A community member and I want to help you yeah the difference
0: there is she was rich (laughs) she was like Hollywood moved to little town rich so she didn't need to worry about like oh no I'm waste I'm like spending my time teaching this person like yeah she didn't care so maybe you know yeah so I don't know I have a hard time speculating about the future that's another thing yeah Okay. okay I'm like driven but I'm not ambitious.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. I would say that's similar to me too, is like, I don't know what the future is like, I don't know, I don't know what options will be come presented in the next 10 seconds, you know, like, I'm always trying to be like, like, but there is just something about like, there is a kind of motivation. And maybe that's the driven you are talking about.
0: Yeah. It's like a
2: motivation to create or to be inspired or to channel or whatever dance, you know, but to just like Mm -hmm. keep being alive, like, oh my God, I'm I'm, I'm really in this process of whatever the fuck I'm doing, cooking, making, you know, crafting, whatever. But as in terms of like, yeah, this kind of theoretical speculation about the future and like a goal that you put out in the future. (laughs) yeah yeah, okay okay cool right on right on yeah
0: yeah I think I feel like I've I've gotten the response of a lot of people who are like wow how did you like you know how you do so many things and how did you get to where you are and self-employed like they just everything kind of disillusion doesn't understand whenever I'm like I don't I don't act I'm not ambitious like I didn't I just try to do what feels good and make sure that I can keep doing what feels good and it wasn't like I had like five-year plan or some sh- like that's not I don't I don't do that I don't make plans <laughs>
2: um yeah yeah
0: we're taught to be so like projectile on on our on our world and our future that
2: totally yeah
0: Don't know how to just like relate to it as it's happening.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, that's great. That's great. (laughs) Exactly. What's up? Um, I'm curious if uh, so. There's a few paths I'm thinking about doing this sort of the second part of the conversation is like one. We haven't really talked about your amazing plant witchy life and your tarot witchy life and your astrology. So there is this kind of like, things, things that we haven't touched on that I know really inform your life. Yeah, does that that's a door we could walk through, but mm-hmm. we don't have to walk through it yet. And then there's another door that's just like in me, which I, I would love to get to is like, and this is just a, a game option, but like, how easy would it be for us to actually like write a song in the moment <laughs> like like you know what i mean like for real like could, could yeah. we, like could we write a song in five minutes or could you write a song in five minutes and like <laughs> i don't know like i'm very like curious about that process because both of us are like moment in the moment but you clearly have a much more easy pathway between back and forth between like rhythm, melody, and like l- stream of consciousness, lyricism and, you know, to me like that's the edge. I'm like, oh yeah, what what's over there?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: um, yeah I don't know. Like, so it's interesting, you know, that's those are the things that I'm sort of picking up on. I'm just wondering if what you're picking up on.
0: Um, yeah, those sound good. I'm also picking up on that I need to go pee. So I'm gonna <laughs> run and do that real quick. <laughs>
2: yeah okay All I'll right. be right back okay cool. pausing <laughs> pausing yes
0: okay <laughs> um yeah different streams um writing on the spot so definitely one peculiarity or whatever about me is that uh I'm at this at this point at least I'm not like a freestyle rapper who can just straight brain to mouth it almost always needs to travel through like hand and eye like i need to see the words i'm extremely visual person Mm -hmm. um but yeah i just grabbed a notebook so if you (laughs) if you want if you want to try um, that there's there's a few games word games that i've really uh found a lot of joy in in the past I don't know, Fifteen years or something. Um, one of them is word for word, which is just trading off. Each person does one word.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. love that. It's a um, another one of those just like delightful limitations to bounce off of. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That just like, I've, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I, I, you know, I would love to maybe do like three word games that you want to introduce to me or that you think are fun in the moment, and then we can just go from there.
0: <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, let's see. Um, usually, usually, word for word, I'm realizing right now is like a um, there is a there is a kinetic element of you both writing on the same page and like the two different handwritings.
2: Oh yeah, uh-huh. and things
0: like this. Um, right. But yeah. uh, the
2: limitations of virtuality. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's real. <laughs> Let's check into that and and like see if I can find a find a stimulating bumper within these boundaries. Um. Do you have you do you do you make like record music at all.
2: Like, no, I don't don't have the I don't have the the gear really. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, You don't make like computer music or. no? yeah. Okay. Um, Well, we could. I'm reaching for like pulling up an instrumental. It could be anybody's. I guess we could just like take any uh lyricless music uh-huh. and decide to we're gonna put um, words to it as if they consented to that. Uh, otherwise,
2: yeah, we can just
0: we can just word for word
2: and try it. Yeah, let's try it. Let's just try word for word. Let's try. Okay. It. Yeah. No, I agree. So how do we do it? We're we going to say it out loud, or are we going to write it down at the same time as we say it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess
0: we'll, we'll. Yeah, we'll write it and say it. That sounds. That sounds
2: good. Let's okay. try that. <laughs> okay. Am, uh, I, should I go first, or you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. So just. I'm just You're to clear. Just to be clear, I'm just going to say a word. Okay, therefore. We. Spontaneous.
0: Divergence.
2: Milk. Timing. Blast off.
0: Reliably. Opened. Fresh.
2: Marker of Sanity. Two. Was that a T O two? Yeah. Yeah. Carelessness. Within. Separation. From. Another. Perspective. Simply. Delicious. Um, Reaped. Reaped? Yeah, like R-E-A-P-E-D. Mammalian. Um, blue, like the color blue. Distance. Curved.
0: Toward.
1: Mm Hmm.
2: Uh, Shining.
0: Horizons.
2: Forever. Quaking. Mm. Persecution. Of? Delight. Departs. Quietly.
0: Choreographed.
2: Um. Chewing. MTV. <laughs> MTV. Let's end let's pause there. Let's pause there. Let's pause there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I noticed a few things. I'm just curious. Um, I mean, I love that game because it's like, I mean, there's just so much of this like entering strange dreams. Oh yeah. A minute. Like I'm just. Yeah. Like, oh, there's another dream. There's another dream. Don't know. You don't get attached. You don't
0: know. Stay with it
2: yeah it's Be ready totally-
0: for it to show you a new thing
2: yeah it's yeah um well i'm curious too is like when you were looking at it were you focused on the very last thing i said and and kind of riffing off that or were you just kind of going what am i hearing right now or were you sometimes rereading the whole thing yeah yeah definitely okay. I, li-
0: I like to reread the whole thing but also definitely interact with what the last thing you said is and those are like those are like the two uh
2: bumpers yeah so those are your two bumpers i mean i love this stuff because like for me i wasn't using one of those bumpers i wasn't rereading the from the beginning at all i was like just constantly in this like you can remember the last like one or two words you know Mm -hmm. thing in your short-term memory and like yeah and then sometimes i would be like maybe there was a period that we didn't say and so i could start something new or Mm -hmm. or i could go with what was um sort of like being associated with whatever just was said Mm -hmm. like if you say you know something then i would go into like okay so i'm seeing this texture and i have this movement and there's an image and something is shouting this and it's like out of all of those things you have to pick something that is like just the one damn thing that out of all these out of all these things you could say yeah because there's so many images and so many strange moods and atmospheres happening you have to pick one goddamn thing so it's yeah. like okay yeah. it's, it's a color is it a texture is it a Is it an action word, like what is the thing that describes the thing that is just one part of this giant googly mesh of like something?
0: Yeah, and I think that what's coming to me from that is like part of being able to be this like driven, move forward, allow the creativity to come through is understanding that, you know, it's basically one foot in front of the other. You have to pick where you're gonna step You're probably going to fall if you try and just like step in 10 places at once. So step once. No, it's not going to be your last step. We're going back and forth. Like there's a million options, but like be okay with just picking one. Yeah. And like trust that you'll dance it. And that's like a, that's like a, I think part of the fun of this that like loosens up the, the trust and flow brain.
2: And when you're doing this by yourself, are you kind of word for wording yourself? <laughs> sometimes,
0: for sure. Um, yeah, sometimes I use rhyme as one of my bumpers to just keep me going forward. was like rhymes will have the secret of like where I should land next and that meaning will come through.
2: Yeah,
0: right. right. Um, like rhymes are, can be like very trite sounding or like doctor, but I find them delightful and magical.
2: Oh, yeah, totally. Please. Yeah, there's there's definitely a place for rhyming, even if it's just like um, a rhyme that isn't a perfect rhyme. Oh, yeah. Like a, syla- a syllabic rhyming, like, mm-hmm. like one syllable matches another syllable in another word, and you can kind of get a rhyming yeah. quality out of that, like, mm-hmm. we like coupling, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. And, yeah, it's like it's this is a bit more cause like we got to take time. It's not quite like stream of writing where you're basically just, you know, like yeah, yeah. words are coming quite quickly. This mm-hmm. was, this had the, this had, this game had the uh option for this contemplative pausing. Yeah, yeah. Which is different than like the first thing that comes into your mind.
1: Yeah, like yeah, option, for sure. I was
2: not using the very, like that for me, that was a bumper, like you can go with, if the first thing that comes to your mind has the certain feeling, that's what yeah. you say. Yeah. But if it doesn't, you get to like, hunt around for something that you don't Absolutely. know. You know, you don't know. Is it an adverb? Is it a, you <laughs> know, like, what am I hunting for? Is it a preposition? Is, is it like, and? Is it like, um? Is it yeah. a word that hasn't technically been invented yet? You know like i i think about these things when i'm writing like sometimes you write something and it's sort of it's sort of understandable on a certain conversational level and mm-hmm. you actually try to make it like less understandable <laughs> yeah yeah you're totally. like, you're like mm-hmm. oh no i want this word to be a made up word or like a kind of composite word that i invent out of other things in this moment. oh yeah yeah those
0: right. those are
2: important those are very important uh tools right friends like a lot of your lyrics that i've heard that i've really liked are this kind of like blade runner dystopian kind of uh world or something you know like there's a world i don't know if it's a future world it kind of seems a little bit futuristic but there's Mm -hmm. also just a kind of like vagueness and strange kind of quality to like some of the lyrics that you you know play with and I'm, I'm curious about going from what we just created mm-hmm.
1: and tying
2: that into sort of like your creative process of like honing it down into something
1: like, yeah yeah like
2: what happens when we take this and apply something to it so what would you apply to this kind of content that we've just generated
0: I would first read it and find where the natural we didn't, you we didn't use any punctuation, or at least I didn't when I was writing it no, down. No
2: punctuation. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: so I would, I would read it out loud and find where I like the meaning to kind of snuggle up with itself, and kind of put breaks there to um, do that. And then, if I need to, I would add or subtract some things just to make it more rhythmically
2: musical. Sure. So let's yeah. let let's That's just normal. yeah no totally let's start by. Either you or I or we can take turns read it, read the read it out loud just as it is inserting or like however you decide to read it like yeah bard play with the text you can repeat the text if you want to you let me know when you're done with the exercise
1: does that sound cool
0: yeah sure uh, just uh, start with just a sort of straight reading of it um, therefore we spontaneously divergence, milk timing, blast off reliably opened, fresh marker of sanity to carelessness within separation from another perspective, Mm. simply delicious, reaped mammalian blue distance curved towards shining horizons, forever quaking, persecution of delight departs quietly choreographed, chewing MTV.
2: I like it. (laughs) yeah yeah hey you know what okay cool so like i'll read it i'll play with reading it and then we'll bounce back to you and see what happens so you can take notes play with the text but like Mm -hmm. okay therefore we spontaneous divergence therefore we spontaneous divergence milk timing blast off reliably opened fresh marker of sanity to carelessness within separation from another perceptive, simply delicious, reaped mammalia blue distance, curved towards shining horizons, forever quaking, persecution of delight, departs quietly, choreographed, chewing MTV. <laughs>
0: yeah, it definitely It gives me this image of like Like this, this ecstatic apocalypse moment that's happening, where suddenly you reach, you reach this delight as you're being like blown off of the planet, and as you're flying by, you see that um, that MTV astronaut with the MTV in his face, and you're like, oh, this was just that all along. <laughs> <laughs> <the breeze>. <laughs> It's a pretty
2: good music video, I think. Um, uh, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it totally. So, so this, so this song or this this verse of this song or whatever is clearly taking place, like in this death moment of someone. Yeah, <laughs> and it might be a cartoon, and it might just be the the disembodied consciousness of an old MTV advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes oh i were ju- i was just pixels in a 80s digital dream <laughs> <laughs> yes yes right and you see like the noid and like pac-man and like mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. right we're just
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, it's, and it's just delicious as they're all viscerally being blown apart into smaller and smaller pixels oh yeah in the space space dust
2: yeah totally
0: just oh the oh the pleasure <laughs> right
2: right the mtv man's like head just mm-hmm. <laughs> gone I'm seeing it through that like v- VHS filter on Instagram too, or whatever, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Bad, bad VCR filter. <laughs>
0: naturally, naturally.
2: Cool. So, so yeah, you read it, we read it, we get these images. And then what would you, how would you start playing with this?
0: Um, a lot of times I will, I just have like a, a kind of dragon horde of writing that has made it like this this far or maybe I'll take it farther depending on the moment but and then when I'm when we're jamming when Julian and I are jamming and he'll be like oh I made a million songs and he'll play me bits of all of them and I'll be like oh that one and then I'll look through my dragon horde and find something that's like at this level and I'll be like okay the rhythm of this song is that and then I'll channel it next into that or
2: yeah. Okay. Let's. Just, uh. Oh, right. Yeah. So you have another thing, but this is really mm-hmm. interesting because it basically mm-hmm. means, you ha. You sort of like, you don't even half finish. You you just twenty five percent it. Right. You like generate some content. Yeah. See where it gets you. Play mm-hmm. with it. You you just put it in the put it in the bucket. Yep. Put it in the bucket.
0: At this point, a lot of it is bucket
2: right Mm -hmm. and then when you're actually playing and you can let it breathe Mm -hmm. you just sort of see what grabs your attention and you just use it as a kind of prompt or template for like oh let's try to shape these two let's try to mix these two things together your your instrumentals and Mm -hmm. these lyrics and maybe it works out and we'll just like kind of go with it
0: yeah yeah that's a that's a big one for sure
2: Yeah. And when you're doing that, how long do you stay with that until you have to go, oh, this isn't working? Or do you always make it work?
0: Oh, no, I definitely don't always. make. No, definitely not. Um, It's. I mean, honestly, a lot of it comes down to mood, (laughs) like if I'm in a relaxed, trusting mood, um, I can stay with things longer, but I feel like most of the time I'm a little bit impatient honestly, and I can know pretty fast, like this is, this is fitting and I'm finding some forward motion or some interaction with this piece Mm -hmm. of bucket meat, um, or not. And I just move on because I feel like there's always more steps.
2: Right. So there's always more steps. And are you just like following, like how quickly you can feel delight or something or like joy or pleasure? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would say, I would say often like the pleasure of, of feeling like, oh, that slid into place. Like, oh. Oh, oh, that, yes, that is having a, that is having an interaction where it's like connecting. Yes. That delights me, yeah. but yes, let's see how much farther this path goes. Totally.
2: Mm-hmm. And so that's between like the words and the music and how you're saying them or singing them. Mm-hmm. And I would say like, you know, it's clearly what happens when you're painting too, right? like you put something down and it immediately interacts with and changes the total relationship of every other thing that was there before yeah
0: yeah
1: right
0: the trick is uh one of the tricks i would say is staying willing to be um brave with those steps and not like minimize them too much like oh it's always just one little step but like it can be a big step like that's okay like it's right. still just a step and you can you, there will be more and you can totally. just trust but you can deal with it but yeah I think um yeah taking taking grave steps even if I don't know you don't have to pressurize them as like oh what is the right what well, is the
2: right one right because um, you can whether it's a small step or a big step mm-hmm. it's not the final step no, when no. that one
0: comes, it'll be death. Right, right.
2: So, <laughs> right. so, so in a sense, you don't have to paralyze yourself before making a choice. Please don't. Because there's just I'm... a kind of like slap it on there. <laughs> you kind of like see yeah. what happens vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like no perfectionism, which is a kind of weird expectation of something being good. I don't even know what that you know like yeah. If I yeah the next stroke i make you know i i've definitely had that sort of paralyzing feeling as a child like Mm -hmm. i don't know like everything is so important like it's just doesn't it doesn't doesn't not conducive to actually wanting to make art in my opinion
0: no it's not (laughs)
2: you're it's too scary it's that's not that fun yeah Mm -hmm. um i too have had to become like less and less precious with what i think is good and more Mm -hmm. of just following is this interesting to me
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Like I'm not even like, do I feel good about this? It's like, I don't know, am I interested in this? Like, what what about this is interesting? And usually that is a much more better barometer for like continuing down an interesting hole in the narrative, you know, like, oh, this little hole is interesting Mm -hmm. uh, versus like all these other holes that I could choose that aren't necessarily interesting, you know? And you have to go, you know, um, you know, that that to me is is a fascinating part of like, this kind of like instantaneous editing. It's like, yeah. you're, kind of, it's like you're kind of shaping your own process through games or limitations or just plain interest of like, mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes I write something and it turns out to be that I wrote the first part and then the second part is actually in some way using the first part as like a, trolling it or something. Like I'm using it yeah. as a as a way to like mock something about like yes. poetry yep. or like or like sure. swear at the, swear at the poetry and suddenly it then it's <laughs> it's not even as if I'm making a poem as much as I'm like it's almost like a cut-ups method, but multimedia cut-ups method where you're like turn on the radio, what does it say? That's the next line. Mm-hmm. Open this book, what does it say? That's the next line. Pull a tarot card, what does it say? That's the next line. It's like, I'm this weird arbiter of communication between disparate voices. And yeah. you put them on the page and suddenly it's like, oh, that's really doing something for me. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But it's not necessarily the kind of crafting where people are like, this is how you do the craft it's more like crafting as a kind of collage making or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Collage making is definitely, I feel like kind of snapping back to my parents for a second. My mom does a lot of like collage based, like whether it's collaging with trash or images or fabrics or whatever, she has a very collage brain. And my dad as well, he builds with like recycled trash materials it's very collagey and his brain is extremely collagey. And he does always did that book, like random book, Gemini. I can touch any book and because of the, my ultimate play mode, it will speak to me thing. And so I feel like I just have, I, I collage, but it's like, I have all of the random stock just in my own access.
1: Yeah. And so
0: it's like, yeah, it is like, it's like a collage of like a thought past me had, with the feeling that present me has with the music, with the um, cynical clown in my head, with like self-pitying sniveler. And then they all kind of come together and create this weird play. But there's definitely a a, like collage of,
2: yeah. So, So what's interesting to me to put this collage Concept together with sort of like animist multiple personality <laughs> disorder, <laughs> which is like, I'm not even going to say it's a disorder, but it's like, it, there's definitely people that I've met and talked to, and I share this, and I wonder if it's because I'm Gemini Moon, but I don't know. But I've always had the sense that like everyone's just like a menagerie of like weird, chimeric, yeah. zootopian, like. You know, like, they were all it's like, yes, then there's the crotchety old man in the corner who sometimes is a bird, like, yeah, like, like, didn't everyone have that experience of their own mind like that it wasn't theirs or something like, yeah, it's just like, it's like, I have a mind. And I know it's mine, but it seems to be inhabited by people I didn't quite invite. (laughs) You know what I mean, like, they just seem to have appeared whole cloth from the mind itself, like, and mm-hmm. for some people that would be like, Oh, my God, you're schizophrenic, you're hearing voices. It's like, I think we're all hearing voices, buddy, you know, like, right. I think that some of us, though, just have some kind of weird synesthesia, where if we listen, we suddenly start to see something at the same time that we're listening. Right? Absolutely. It's like, I'm listening to something. It's kind of weird. What am I listening to? And then suddenly, there's an image. And I'm like, Did I hear the image. Or did the image just appear because I was hearing? Does it fucking matter? Like I ha and then sometimes there's persistent voices in the head where mm-hmm. you're like, oh right, that's my like whiny asshole that I call Germaine or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, like like that to me is like this collage idea, but like as a personality, as like an archetypal being who's just like, uh, I'm a zoo. Yeah. Like, I'm a jungle, like, I'm a weird puppet mm. show,
0: you know? Yes, yeah, for sure. I think, um, I wonder if uh, part of why everybody doesn't seem to express that or inhabit that is just, the, um, like, the terror of handing, handing the mic or, like, panning the camera over to those things and trying to, like, block them out and screen them out. Right. Um, and, and and thus, you know, they stay shadowed or kind of un, un, unacknowledged. And so they don't, yeah, they don't think that they're there, but what a, I don't know. They're a, they're such a resource if you right. learn how to work
2: totally. with them. Right. And I, I love the sort of like stage of like, it's an open mic. Everyone gets five minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, For like, sure you give a limit to the voices so you don't mm-hmm. you know because I mean it's real that like in the woolly cavern of our minds we don't actually know what we're doing and we don't actually know what it is even like I don't know what my like I don't when I go my I, it's not even mine like my mm-hmm. mind I'm like uh, I'm kind of it's more the other way around like I'm I'm the offshoot dribbling of this like giant dream that's happening and like mm-hmm. just spit out this form and there's this whole like the bucket of like the bucket of generated scripts that you're making with the writing mm-hmm. that exists inside me somewhere where who fuck it like who's feeding that bucket i don't know like that bucket is not i'm not in control of that bucket i'm in yeah. control of like whether i let the bucket out on paper in this world that's mm-hmm. what i'm in control of and like the shaping process of like what you're saying mm-hmm. do i pan the camera do i you know like how do i play with this phenomenon that's happening you know just how do i play with the voice or whatever mm-hmm. yeah this collage mentality and it's like yeah animus multiple personality like neurodivergence i think is like yeah. I think it's a very real thing because i don't know if every single person has the same experience of like oh yeah i totally talked to all these creatures that <laughs> you know exist yeah. inside like <laughs> yeah i think we need to find out if that, that's like a real thing you know that's like a real <laughs> like like i i like if you get down to like the core of like who i am as a kind of like seed being or whatever it's like I think that is that kind of consciousness. It's like this kind of setup, mm-hmm. like there's like a setup and you can't really re rewrite the setup, you know, on some level, like you can add on to it and remix it, but like the setup, is kind of like your base ingredients, you know? Right, your birth chart or whatever. Yeah, yeah <laughs> this kind of thing. Yeah, the thing, yes, your birth chart, your birth chart okay cool so there's so much you know but okay so back to this epic piece of blah let's revise it just like let's wash over it one time and see what happens okay so how would you wash over it like what's the what's the one play-doh machine we're going to put this in i
0: guess i would just like so I've got it on this part of the page here yeah and so I will I'm gonna read it and like rewrite it as I'm reading it and just add or subtract whatever I feel like it's missing or wants to let
2: go of great awesome go mm-hmm. go let's do it yeah. Okay. <laughs> So what happened for you? How, like, well, just walk me through a little bit of like the fun pockets you found and maybe some stuff yeah. to avoid.
0: <laughs> yeah. One thing that I remembered as I was doing this is um, that I find different uh, like mind machines are initiated by different writing tools, like a, a pen or pencil versus a typewriter versus a mm-hmm. computer. Yeah, totally. Totally. Totally different brain, and usually this like kind of copy it, move it around, adjust thing is done on the computer. That's very that brain where you can just right. like copy paste to the computer. Where writing feels a lot more like sh- splurping it out, kind of. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. But I think, yeah, and I also definitely heard heard the uh, rhythm of like. I found a lot of like three line thing, which to me in like a a four line grid of of four, four music, it's like three line. And then like there'd be some kind of musical moment there that would happen as like a response.
2: Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
0: sort of pause that I found in it after three.
2: Uh huh.
0: Um, And then, yeah, I also found rhymes, threw in some, Sprinkled it with some rhymes. Okay, it's always like sugar for me. Uh,
2: okay, yeah, the, rhymes <laughs> with the sugar on top, yeah, the little crystals, little crystals on top. Mm, yummy. Uh, yeah, yummy crystals. Uh, right, right, right. Um, so I'm like, let, let's let's hear it. How do you normally then take this that where you're like, I did a little editing and I razzmatazzed it up and I found something inside right I found a a different form of the first thing Mm -hmm. Um, would you then just read it again or you know do you even start singing like first like speak singing sometimes
0: I mean there's I'd say most of my like melody stuff does not come before the other music it's a little bit it's a little bit rare it's happened uh, a few times, but I don't, yeah, I don't actually, um, write melodies by myself that often. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. much something that comes into being in the jam, jam space.
2: So you write lyrics without melodies? Is that, that's the, that's your thing? Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Pretty much. Um, or the melody exists first and then I write the lyrics to it.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: right, right. but, but yeah, this is definitely in a space where I could be like, oh yeah that song that you're showing me right now that start of a song like I could this this is like shape enough that it could could try and interact with it and then it might you know I might cut off three of the verses or I might add five more I might Mm -hmm. realize like oh the lines need to be longer because I want to have a faster flow on this beat or I might need to
1: you
0: know Add some more e vowels
2: throughout. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm totally with you. Can we just read it though as like a kind of weird spoken word? Absolutely. Like there's a little drummer in the back or something. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Therefore, we initiate spontaneous divergence, milking timing innate. Blast off reliably. Opened fresh. Marker of sanity. Music. (laughs) Carelessness within. Separation from another perspective. Again, begin. Music. Uh, Simply delicious drip. Reap mammalian blue distance quick. Curve towards the shining slip of horizons forever quaking persecution of delight departs quietly in the night choreographed despite chewing on that MTV bite outro breakdown Uh pick something from in here that I really felt juicy about and like riff on that for a while
2: really Uh Mm -hmm. Right, right, right so just structurally let's go through that again like a just real quick to sort of finish up here it's like at the end we could really feel like a kind of almost like that pop song quality, right? Where it's like, you know, you have this thing at the beginning, it's a little more avant-garde where you're like, I don't know, is this just like saying words in the ethereal vapors or, you know, like
1: whatever, Uh Uh
2: but um, is that how you sort of see it on the page too? Do you see it in like these little chunks? Oh, yeah. Things. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Very, it's very collage chunk, like pieces and the pieces will fit with the pieces that rhythm is made out of in the music. And it'll like, yeah, it's very, uh, it's chunky.
2: <laughs> it's chunky. It's chunky. But the, you know, again, it speaks to this kind of crafting thing where it's like, if you're making mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. it has to fit together. <laughs> right, it's like there is a or, fitting process. There's a fitting it, process.
0: Unless you decide not to have it fit together, right. then
2: Sure, sure, that can no, be fun. Yeah, right. It's like there are all the all these options to sort of like play with um, the words and and the reality is, is that this poem, wh- regardless of how good or, you know, subjectively good the poem is. Mm-hmm. It might still get completely cut up and changed in the process of making it into a song.
0: Yeah, for sure. It might, it might be totally transformed by its relationship to the
2: sounds. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's this part of like the, maybe the poem doesn't necessarily die, but it, it, it replicates and some of its replications mutate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mutation. Mutation. Do not fear the mutation. (laughs)
2: Don't fear the mutation. Guide it. Engage with it. Sure. Yes. Guide the mutation. Allow it. Fantastic I mean that's this is this is great like I really love getting into like these meta processes with like making art, because I think that for a lot of people like for me when I was in art in a public school. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: No one ever there was there was technique strictness, but there was no process. uh, conversation whatsoever about like. How the artist interacts with the process of making art in order to create in such a way that the creation itself is pleasurable yeah not just this oh you 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 shade like this, so it looks like the thing that you're drawing. Mm -hmm. Which is all this technique but there's no like if you enjoy technique, you're gonna love that shit, right? Like if you enjoy the process of like draftsmanship and you're like exactness, and there's a craft to that too, right? Like the craft of like the line that matches and and there's Mm -hmm. that, but there's very little talk about like how different kinds of people actually require different kinds of conditions of the Mm -hmm. process in order to thrive. Right, like the the conditions of your art making process have to be conducive to your your quality of life in some way, and that is going to be different than somebody else's quality of life right like oh yeah. People are going to gravitate toward different processes like I particularly love this collage and sort of like cut ups method mixed with bibliomancy. But then I also just mix it with straight up channeling like what is coming out right now and there's a kind of musicality to that. That is almost inherent in its own non-edited state, right? Like I those are the things that I enjoy. But again, it's taken me, you know, 30 fucking plus years to find an artistic process. And I haven't said I've like found it, you know, like blah, blah mm-hmm. but but mm-hmm. to find the inklings of an artistic process that doesn't hurt me. <sighs> yeah. Like, that's real that's that's like a real thing, I think a lot of like so-called failed artists are like people who like, like me, who are like on the track to being an artist early but got completely destroyed by the way society deals with art making. Yeah, and like the way classes or schools teach art making is very yeah. like, uh, you know, restrictive and domineering and based on this false idea of technique, not, not necessarily the process by which surprises would happen. Right. You know what I mean? Like art as a, art as a kind of container in which you actually create the conditions for being surprised. Yeah. Rather than the conditions to create a perfect, something that already is preordained. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to make this thing. Yeah. But I'm very much more interested in the process of like, when you start the process, you don't quite know what's going to happen. You might have a impulse of like I want mm-hmm. some th- kind of thing, I want mm-hmm. I, I want the color red, I really need to redify this, you know. Or, yeah, yeah. But how that actually appears on the page is not necessarily going to be known. Oh. And, and in fact, trying to know it before it happens is actually like ruins the art process for me. It's like, I don't fucking, yeah. Do and it's, you know, I'm sure there's tons of people who are like, they get some kind of stability out of like, I know exactly where the next line is going to go, like a mandala or something, right? It's like, right.
0: yeah, yeah. That's
2: like a super meditative, interesting thing, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like fascinated by the kind of like different people need different processes by which to sort of nourish various parts of themselves. You know, like this kind of multiple zoo thing is like the, the tiger needs to paint like this and the zebra needs to sing like this, you know, like, like they need their different kind of uh, bucket room studios, like this kind of different tools and different like ways to approach the making process. It's like, it's very different for everyone. I I just love the, I think, I think creating a more of an ease like this kind of conversation also doesn't necessarily happen in public or in real life that often.
0: Right. Yeah, for sure. I can't remember the last time I talked so long about about the uh, about my artistic process.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that for me as a as an as an artist or a teaching artist or whatever the hell I call myself tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, the lack of the, this kind of conversation is, I think, like food for the process itself. Like the the process of being able to fuck with your process and be like, oh, I want to try this, or what if mm-hmm. I wanted this? Like the ability to take a step, almost like you're still doing art, but your art is now on this kind of like hologram that you're working on. Mm-hmm. You know, this hologram of like, I want it to feel like this and I want I I enjoy it when these things like this happen. So if I enjoy it when things like this happen, I might create the conditions for it to happen more or I create the conditions for completely random things to happen so that I do not. Um, I don't just necessarily Oh, <laughs> but, but so I don't like necessarily always fall into the same habit, right? Yeah. Like you, you paint the painting, and then halfway through you turn it upside down and you're like okay. Oh, yeah. This Very, important.
0: Like, Very important. Very <laughs> you,
2: important. You keep turning the canvas so that you're not like stuck in a I do I, I I'm predicting what this is going to be. You have, yeah. to, have to defamiliarize yourself yourself with mm-hmm. what you're doing in every
1: given moment. Yeah, totally.
2: Totally. I think part of that for me is just.
0: Selecting the right bumpers to bounce off of that like send me angled and in interesting directions, you know, like another person's entire consciousness with word for word, like I have no way to predict that, and it, accepting that and like getting into it really just like, right, opens that like constantly spinning the canvas. <laughs>
2: okay. I mean, I love it. I love games like Exquisite Corpse for stuff like this too, mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. the in which like some part of the process is absolutely not under your control. And yes. you're, you're, you're bouncing off of that like feedback loop that comes with like not being hundred percent the sole creator of whatever you're creating.
0: Yeah. It's like death practice,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, totally. All the time. <laughs> yeah. All the time. You know what's up, you know what's yeah.
0: up. Yeah.
2: Cool. So um, I think we have to wrap it up, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, talk about this shit forever. Um, I'm curious, I'm curious if there's anything that like you are doing that you want to talk about. or Is there any stuff that you want to promote? You know, obviously, you know, you can just be like, go watch videos on our YouTube. But Mm -hmm. yeah, just curious if like you are like, excited about something happening in the near future. Could be your stuff could be not your stuff.
0: Oh, geez. Um, I mean, I'm like I'm excited about the sun and like little critters flying around outside my window right now. That's yeah. that's that's immediate excitement. But I, Good. But I don't think that really helps future viewers in <laughs> August or whatever. Um, <laughs> no, I think
2: I think it's totally fine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, they get what
0: so they I'm, get. They get what they get. They get what they get. <laughs> they get what they get. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for, you know, I. I like I, I I love when things that I create interact with people and maybe is a bumper to them that sends them in a new direction. So I don't know, if my ramblings have whatever, go look at the things and hear the things and think about the things and let some things out. Yeah,
2: <laughs> love it. Links in the show notes. Uh, yeah, links in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's like mo's baba yaga wisdom <laughs> <You know>? yeah <laughs> do Pretty the much. things and the things do the things and let the things out come on yeah
0: you'll know what it means when it happens come
2: on <laughs> totally great i love it well thank you so much for uh coming on the podcast um i hope we do it again in some capacity like uh i'm gonna put all the links um seriously listen to music especially if you're like a fan of like industrial and like synthwave and stuff like that it's like really cool um yeah thanks so much everyone uh please donate if uh this has helped you or pass it along to somebody you think you might benefit from it so thanks everyone so much this is the end of the show this is the end of the show song this is the end Uh, this is the end of the show uh, stop recording